Hello and welcome to the Moonshots Master Series. It's episode 24. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm joined by Mark Marathon Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. (laughs) Well, I think that's quite a statement, Mike, but you're totally right. Not only perhaps are some of us uh, gearing up, warming up, stretching to go out and and perform in, in marathons that are coming up here in Australia, but actually even today in episode 24 of the Master Series, we're kind of getting ready for a bit of a marathon ourselves, aren't we? We definitely are. We're both uh, meant to be running very long distances on the weekend. As you can probably hear, it sounds like I have a peg on my nose, but I can promise you I don't. I am uh, recovering from the flu. Uh, Mark, you're a week ahead of me, so uh, you'll be uh, crossing the line first without a doubt, but we're still going to go on a big adventure and run a marathon together this weekend. We're also going to run a marathon of some very good thinking, aren't we? We are indeed. And actually, Mike, maybe the secret to running and performing in in marathons in the physical world, so to speak, is only capable once you've mastered and started to get your head around this idea of good thinking. And this idea of good thinking, Mike, has really resonated with me. Once we've uh, completed our series on the Moonshots Weekly Show, now we're getting a chance to dive even deeper into this uh, plethora of ideas, concepts, frameworks and also practices that we can put towards our own mental ability and how we think about things. It's really resonated with me because of how much it has educated me on how much control I have, Mm. which is not necessarily something, and I'm giving away a little bit perhaps too much to show, (laughs) but I think what we're going to (laughs) really, what I think we're going to really find out in this journey that we'll go on today is just how much we can influence, control, and have power over the thoughts that go around in our heads. Yes. And as we've discussed on the Moonshot show, as well as a master series, how debilitating is it when you've got an idea or maybe a point of view that's just stuck in your head and it's pretty negative. I don't want to have to do that. I'm afraid of getting in that. I don't know. Maybe it's cold water. Mm. Maybe it's running a marathon. Maybe it's just having that tricky conversation, Mm. how much time and effort and emotion goes into those considerations and decisions that fundamentally kind of distracts you from the, the the task at hand, doesn't it? So true. I think we're all in a battle with fear, self-doubt, or even just the monkey mind, you know, uh, letting those thoughts run wild. And what we've learned, Mark, is that those that get the most out of life, what's really interesting is they're no different from us. They all experience those same feelings, but they have the tools to overcome. And not only are those tools Mm. at first a thought and a choice, but they're habits as well. And so we can have clarity of thought and goodness in our intentions. And these are all choices. Much of what we've learned in the Moonshots podcast and here in the master series is that if you truly accept full responsibility for your situation, then you're actually able to put yourself to work and improve your thinking, your mindset, your intentionality and your habits. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to mix it up today. It's all about how to have clarity of thought, how to have goodness in your intentions and to come out the other side being the best version of yourself. So get ready. This is a workout of mind and heart. So let's get ready to roll, Mark. Where should we jump in? 
I think with a setup and a promise like that, Mike, we've got to kick off with a little bit of energy. We've got to kick off with a quick breakdown on how the environments around us really do influence us. So we're going to hear from uh, Michael A. Singer, author of The Untethered Soul. He's going to kick us off with some action into how we can stop suffering. Almost all of us put almost entire focus of our lives on the outer environment. Why? It is the inner environment that we really care about, but the only way that we have learned to change our inner environment, since we're not really very conscious and aware of the inner environment, is to change the outer environment. Let's take an example. You're feeling lonely inside. That's an inner environment. Your mind is bothering you. It's sitting there talking about the insecurity when you get older and, well, I have enough funds and what's going to happen to me and so on. And you kind of start that when you're 12, right? That's called the mind can be a dangerous place if that's how you're thinking when you're 12 years old. What do we do about that? What we do normally and naturally is to go outside and try to make sure that the outer environment is a way that supports this inner problem that we're having. Yet the truth of the matter is, the only thing we care about is the inner environment. Ooh, he is bringing some pretty heavy thinking there. Mark, I believe that there is absolutely so much power in just saying, I have this worry or this concern. I think mm-hmm. what's really important is what we've learned in the in the Moonshots podcast is you have to acknowledge those feelings. And Mark, what is our go-to way of acknowledging how we're thinking and feeling? What would we tell when in doubt, resort to? What is the activity? For me, it's all about journaling, isn't it, Mike? Bang on. It is getting it out of your brain, getting it out of your mind, get it onto some paper. It is the cleanse, right? It's the ultimate detox. There's so, a real uh, liberty that comes, isn't there? Once, yes. you, once you start to name the beast, you start to think about it and maybe even understand it a little bit more. Yes. You suddenly feel, at least I do, like a weight has been lifted. Yes. So here's the interesting thing, though. Once you've acknowledged it, I think what is important is not to find yourself stuck continuously reliving and dwelling in the problem. So what we see in those that truly uh, do their best in the world are those that acknowledge and then get ready. They move on. They use it as a platform to launch themselves Mm. into self-improvement, right? Like, any good sports team that has a bad season says, well, that season just wasn't good enough. But the danger is like if they keep reliving all those terrible performances, then they're not able to actually move forward. In a way, you have to purge yourself of negative thought. You have to purge yourself of fear and self-doubt. Acknowledge that it exists. I think this is where we have a choice, which is, okay, I've accepted that's how I feel. But I think what we see in all of these great people who encountered challenge and suffering in their lives, Oprah, Jordan, you name it, we can just go on, Michael, David Goggins, the list is never ending. They had the capacity 
to use that as fuel to move forward. And that moving forward is a choice. Mm. I think the thing that we are really studying on the Moonshots podcast is that the power of the, the actually letting ourselves know that choice even exists. Because I think we can find ourselves stuck in those negative loops and never getting out, right? Yeah, for sure. It's actually, you reminded me, Mike, of a statistic that um, I remember hearing about a few years ago, and it struck me as quite insightful, that the times when you have, let's say, a near miss in your car, maybe it's not necessarily like a big deal. You know, I'm not necessarily saying, oh, you've just averted some kind of crash. You know, maybe you went a bit too quick or maybe you uh, were worried about going through a red light, something like that. You then are so distracted by thinking about that event, thinking about it, wondering, concern, anxiety, that you end up having an even worse accident because your mind is elsewhere, Mm. repeatedly going over that potential um, struggle that you might have had, that distraction. I think... Why this has come to my mind is in my career when I have had times when I've really maybe not regretted something, but felt very uncomfortable. Maybe I've been second guessing how somebody is going to respond to something I've said or something I've done. Was that the right choice? Did I uh, go and do that too quick? That's when I'm more likely to then make a mistake because the beast has not been named. I have not necessarily looked at it under a microscope to try and figure out what it was. Instead, it's something that, like you said earlier, that monkey mind who's playing around in the background. And that stuff can lead us into, you know, even worse, murkier waters, I suppose, than we were previously. So it's this idea of exacerbating through time, isn't it? If you don't address it quite early on, if you don't want to dig in, look at it, figure out what it is, why does that make me uncomfortable? Mm. What, What specifically is it? It's possible that not only will it reappear and, and happen again, but actually you might be the trigger to then go and stumble in another five minutes or so. Does that does that resonate with you a little bit? Yeah, because I think what you're exactly talking about is the dwelling. Dwelling. The continuously reliving. And, you know, that's why it's so dangerous entertaining uh, thought patterns like uh, victimization, right? If you continually relive suffering, and everybody experiences suffering, that's Michael A. Singer's whole book is about how to move through that, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you continuously relive it, then it's almost like you, you never close the chapter. You're constantly reliving it, so you're not able to move forward, right? And I think mm-hmm. what, what you see in the suffering of great people is they built resilience. It made them stronger. I think about the great architect, Zaha Hadid, as a Middle Eastern woman, becoming an architect at the Royal British uh, Architectural Society, which was full of all these posh white guys. She had, mm. and, and she did this in the 60s, and she was so brave, and that's why her work was so brave, so outstandingly different, and will be just, and it will last the test of time for sure. So she used it. Jordan used the um, the loss of getting kicked off the high school team. Oprah was um, told she was no good for television. Disney was told he didn't have an imagination. All of the people <laughs> moved through it. So, And this is a choice. So it's not that when you look at great people that they are just perfect. 
they have exactly the same challenges. They just have the solutions as well. So let's learn from, from their solutions so we can, you know, think a little clearer, think a little better and have better interactions, better relationships with the people around us. Because if we get through our own suffering, then we can move on and help others through theirs. And I think that's the greatest gift, don't you? That's a pretty attractive concept, isn't it? <laughs> if we all are trying to become our best versions of ourselves, why not do that? Not only for ourselves and our own, you know, mental uh, well-being, That's right. but also for those around us, our yep. family, our friends, our colleagues. Yep. And if you're not in a good place, how can you possibly really help family and friends, right? If you're if you're well, a bit off track, right? Yeah, I, I believe that. I really do believe that that's the case. If you're going to go and let's say criticize others, and what I mean by that is not necessarily behind their back, but more about if I'm going to provide constructive feedback, I want to try and make sure that I'm also living that feedback. Mm. I want to make sure that I'm not um, going against the advice that I'm providing a colleague or a friend. Right. I want to try and maintain that similar mindset. Yeah. But I tell you what, um, the viewers and the listeners of this very master series, they are certainly on track because they are part of a very exclusive little club, aren't they, Mark? They certainly are. And in fact, I'm just going to have a sip of water, Mike, because I think that this one is probably the longest list we've had in, well, maybe. Forever. <laughs> so uh, we're very grateful yeah. to you, our members, for your support. We love all of your suggestions and your questions. Yeah. And if you're sitting there thinking, I'd love to hear Mark and Mike uh, review a book or an expert or someone that inspires you, just jump onto Patreon, send us a note, and we'll definitely follow up. We did Tiago Fort uh, recently. That was thanks to Evert. So thanks to him. You guys got to learn how to develop a second brain, very much part of good thinking. But I think now, Mark, with the water consumed, with the trumpets at the ready, let's tip the hat to <laughs> our members. Da, 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 da. That's right. Please welcome Bob, John, Terry, Ken, Dietmar, Marjan, Connor, Rodrigo, Lisa, Sid, Mr. Bonjour, Paul, Berg, Kalman, David, Joe, Crystal, Ivo, Christian, Samuela, Barbara, Andre, Eric, and Chris, Deborah, Lasse, Steve, Craig, and Daniel. Craig and Daniel have just eclipsed their 12 month mark as well, Mike. So that 12 month, um, list of individuals who keep on powering the moonshots rocket ship. Thank you so much for continuing your support. But very, very soon on Craig and Daniel's heels are Andrew, Ravi, Yvette, Karen, Raul, PJ, Nikawada, Ola, Ingram, Dirk and Emily, Harry, Karthik, Venkata, Marco, Roger, Steph, Gabia, Anna, Raw, Nimelen, Eric, Dan, uh, Diana, Wade, Amanda, Christoph, Denise, Teresa, Bolinara, Laura, Smitty, Corey, Andre, Gayla, Max, Bertram, Daniela, and Mike. Whew, Mike, that list is getting bigger. <laughs> but boy, are we pleased to have all of you join us as well as support the Moonshot Show as well as the Master Series week in, week out. Yeah, and if you're listening to a, a trailer uh, of the Good Thinking Master Series and you'd like to participate, head over to moonshots.io where you can become a member. You'll get the access to the full episode of uh, our master series. You'll have the chance to chat with us, send us suggestions, um, and generally support what we think is our quest to be the best version of ourselves, to learn out loud together. So, Mark, now that we are 
ascending higher, I think we can now lift our minds just to and take them to that next level. And a key part of that is attention, isn't it? Yes, it really, really is. Something that we've learned and we're going to really dive into now is this idea of attention as well as memory. But we aren't necessarily, Mike, the grandma. 